Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the opportunity to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 128 of Screwball, and we are inching ever closer to the MLB playoffs this week. Uh, We have big updates as far as uh, playoff shifts in standings, and we also have uh, more Aaron Judge updates as well as some Albert Pujols updates as we have been kind of keeping up the last few weeks. Um, but this is going to be the last episode recording during the regular season, really. Um, this will release the last day of the regular season. I believe all the regular season games are at 4 o'clock this year. They usually kind of all keep it all keep it kind of the same. So by the time this goes live, you can listen to it, watch uh, your team's last games. There may not even be anything to play for those last games for any team. So we'll see with that. But let's just jump into it. With the top of the news, as we always do, uh, being uh, an Aaron Judge and kind of an Albert Pujols update. So, since last week's episode, Aaron Judge hit home run number 61 to tie Roger Maris for the all-time AL home run record with four games left to play. Uh, he is also currently second in the AL in average for the Triple Crown chase to the Twins' Luis Arias. I believe he's four points down. So, he did get in home run number 61, so him and Roger Maris the only ones in the American League ever to hit that many home runs. Still got four to hit 62. Uh, it's kind of getting to crunch time with him. And, you know, there's not really not much time left for him to do it. I think he's probably got like six, 15, 16 more at-bats total. Um, So that's where he is. Albert Pujols hit 702. He's got 701 and 702. He hit his last home run in the regular season uh, at Bush Stadium, which, of course, he did. You know, him and Yachty and Wainwright had their moments there. Uh, Pujols tied Babe Ruth. Uh, second all-time in RBIs, so, you know. Official RBIs. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, barring anything crazy happening there, I would imagine he would pass him. Uh, I mean, I think the RBI is a little bit easier than Judge getting his home run. So, he may sit all-time second behind Hank Aaron, which is amazing. Uh, But, yeah, that's our Aaron Judge and Pujols updates. Um, You know, Judge, you know, putting himself, really enshrining himself in AL home run history. And uh, Pujols just furthering himself as being one of the best players to ever play. So there's really no, um, there really wasn't much more he even had to do once he hit 700, but he, he keeps going. So. Oh, yeah, he's just going to keep motoring on. That's what he does. Yeah, so big news for those guys. And uh, by the time this goes live, um, barring, you know, Judge maybe doing it during game 162, you know, we may have an answer. He may have hit 62 by the time this goes live. He may hit 62 while we're watching here. So... We'll see there, and Pujols, there's still time left for him. He gets that RBI or hits some more home runs. Maybe he finishes with 705, who the hell knows? He just goes absolute berserk one game. So that's where we're sitting with those guys. Uh, So from there, let's move on to number two. This is a little bit more of uh, more topical, really big landscape-moving stuff for the playoffs. So since we're inching closer to knowing the full playoff landscape uh, with the Braves sweeping the Mets over the weekend, and entering Monday, kind of recording here, barring an unlikely flip of the NL wildcard and the NL East, uh, the Braves sweeping the Mets over the weekend pretty much gives them the NL East title and would be uh, the number two seed behind the Dodgers. 
And the Phillies are sitting in a pretty good spot, two games up in the NL wild card. So they're in a pretty good spot. They'll probably be the sixth seed, barring anything there. I don't even I don't know if they're even within range of the Padres, realistically. So could we see kind of a historic flip with just three to four games left, depending on the team? You know, I I think the Mets you know, a lot of conversations been around the Mets <laughs> from this past weekend, getting swept by the Braves. You know, it's very big for the Braves to pretty much sew that up. Um, and Mets fans, of course, again, being left just in disbelief of their team. <laughs> well, they, yeah, you know, they just seem to do it every year. But all in all, you know, Mets still, what, what do they have, 98 wins this year? Uh, you know, still a good season. Just you, you really don't want to be in that wild card spot. You don't want to have to no. fight in a three-game series all of a sudden to it's maybe a, a hot team. A team like the Padres or Phillies. Yeah. Phillies and, is a division rival. You don't want to fight them. Or the Padres is a very talented team. Yeah, and, you know, you just almost like a litmus test for the playoffs. You had Scherzer, DeGrom, and Bassett go against the Braves and lost all three. Maybe that opens up confidence for other teams coming in saying, well, if they could do it, and they weren't why can't goals. we do it? Most yeah. of lost one, nothing, two, one. Like the pitchers did good. They probably all, every pitcher get four more, four runs or more. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. And granted, a good Braves team. It's not like they just gave it up to the Nationals but or anything. The, but the two best pitchers in baseball, they say, mm-hmm. and got beat. Yep. So I believe the Mets hold. Uh, since Degrom came back in their two starts, Degrom and Scherzer starts since he came back, they're under five hundred as a team. I believe. Obviously, all everyone knows about the ten and a half game lead in June and out the window now two game deficit. What's going to hurt them is they're going to, have to go a three game series. They win that if they win that series, they're now going to play the Dodgers, with Degrom and Scherzer probably only pitching once once each. So you got to rely on the back half of your back half of your starting rotation, which Taiwan Walker has been not the same pitcher. Carlos Carrasco is we know how he is. So and then maybe get a second start out of either Degrom or Scherzer maybe. Right. So and this is against the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. One hundred and ten wins right now. Exactly. So they were in a tough spot. That was a, a fail by the Mets there. Uh, yeah, to get swept. Yeah, overall, I mean, they blew it. Obviously, the, the, you know, the transactions at the deadline weren't really the reasons why they lost the series to the Met, to the Braves. They got swept because all the guys who they had were the reasons that they win, right? Lindor mm-hmm. had a bad series. Nimmo had a bad series. Lindor, uh, Alonzo, the pitching, the bullpen never had a lead, things like that, but... If you went out and made a move better than Tyler Naquin or Daniel Vogelback <laughs> at the deadline, you probably don't get swept by the Cubs a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. You probably don't get lose two or three out of the ten of the Marlins. You probably don't lose a bunch of those games that you shouldn't have lost. Mm-hmm. And you probably should have made a move that was better than Tyler Naquin or Daniel Vogelback. Not that they're not okay players, but we have a team that wants to spend all this money and compete with the Dodgers and stuff like that, and you come out with Daniel Vogelback, and they come out with – Yankees come out with Montas and, you know – the other teams come out with all these big moves. Mm-hmm. Padres come out with Soto. Cardinals come away from guys. And you come up with Vogelback and Tyler Naquin. You, I'm not going to say you're throwing money around, are you? Yeah, right, right. So Very true. Um, that comes back to haunt them a bit. Now, was that the reason they got swept by the Braves? No. No, no. But would they have won a couple more games if they got someone that would, you know, help the team better? Sure. Yeah. Philly can catch the Padres. I believe Philly's one game back of them. Okay. Milwaukee's two games back of Philly at this point, so I think that's... Almost wrapped up, but Philly's not been playing good either. Uh, Seattle makes playoffs first time, breaks the longest drought in professional has, you know professional sports mm-hmm. playoffs. They hold a game and a half lead on Tampa for the last wild card spot. Looking good for them. So we'll see what happens there. Other news ahead: obviously the Cardinals did their final farewell 
regular season farewell tour there. Pulled Wayne Wright, Molina, Pujols all out at the same time on the mound. Um, pretty cool ceremony. They all spoke. They had old players there and things. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, three of the best players we've seen in a long time. Yep. Um, arguably the best, one of the best catchers who ever played a game, and really probably the best right-handed hitter baseball's ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? We have Tony Larusa announcing health health reasons. He will not be returning, so he will be fully retired at this point. Yep. For good or bad, you know, we already had our discussions about that. Um, I always thought Tony Larusa was a good manager. Not sure what happened there. Player teams didn't really play for him, but it is what it is. He gave a sh- he gave a hell. And uh, he's going to kind of retire in peace now, finally. Yeah. And the last little bit here I think is going to be our topic of the day I have is what we're seeing with Arias is pulling players for stats, you know, batting titles, awards. Is that okay to do for baseball? Mm-hmm. Um, Arias has sat, what, four the last seven days? Yeah. Citing a hamstring injury. Yeah, which he, he was – Day to day, early in the month, when they were mm. still in the hunt. So I mean, it makes sense. But they're not playing for nothing, you know. They're you know risking it, or they're kind of trying to do a little bit of both. But like not let's not do something stupid with him. But also let's not blow his bat title, just to get him at bats and, and a season. Of, I don't think they're even five hundred anymore, or they're about five hundred. Right. So, but is that something? Does that bother you, or is it something maybe baseball steps in and says, "Hey, let's not do that." I don't think baseball can step in and do that. I really don't. No. But is it something that bothers you? You know, if he has an issue, it doesn't really bother me too, too much. But, you know, he played all year. He deserves a say. You know, we've seen Reyes do it, right, and bunt and then take himself out of the game. I thought that was kind of... Yeah, but... You know, it's like he did that all for that reason. He bunted for the single. You know, he did all that for the batting title. You know, it's a great achievement in the batting title, you know? Yeah. I think in certain situations it's okay. It's just hard to watch sometimes... You know, you kind of pull yourself out so you don't blow something. It's like, well, give yourself a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. You can't fault somebody. No, you can't tell them they can't do it. Win the bat mm-hmm. title. I mean, how many people are in each league? Hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds. For you to be the one that wins the batting title. And then a guy like Arias, who is not a household name. Mm-hmm. We're battling with guys like you know, Judge and Bogarts and Endeavors and Trout sometimes, right? And, you know... Two vases in the years, you know, whatever year it is, you know, the guys you're facing, like these guys are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Me, Arias could have, you know, he's a hitter who can, you know, his career's young, but some guys never really get that chance again. So like, can you fault them? No, especially if you have some sort of injury or or issue, or you're a young player and there's no reason to play at the end of the year, you know. Right. Like the Mariners were out of it. They were playing Julio Rodriguez. He had a little bit of an issue. It's like, would you play him? Play him a little bit if he wants to play. Or, you know, it's his call. If he wants to sit, hey. I get it. We're not in the right. hunt. Now, if you're in the hunt and you're pulling yourself out, there's yeah, a bat title. Yeah, that's a, that's an incredibly, that's just idiotic. You can't do that. Right. So there's you know a couple sides of the of the coin there. You know, there's other things to look at as well. I mean, we have seen San Alcantara not going to pitch his last start. Hell, that makes sense. Guy's drawn 228 plus innings on a team that has no chance. Why pitch him an extra six innings? Yeah. God forbid something happen. Right. So that makes sense. Is that saying, oh, well, he's going to try not to lose to Cy Young? I think he's got that wrapped up if he pitches or not. Right. Yeah, there's just no point. Yeah, you know? You know, so there's things that do, you know, pulling players, like I said, I think it's up to a player, matters the situation, it matters for pitchers, I think it's a little easier. I just don't want an extra six innings on his arm. 
Makes sense. If you're in the hunt, you're pulling yourself out. You're going for playoff seating. You're trying to get a playoff spot, and you're pulling yourself out here down the you know down the down the days you know without an injury at least. That's bush league. Play the game. Mm-hmm. If you if you deserve to get it, you get you deserve to get it. So there's different you know different sides of the coin there. I think. Am I too upset with it? With Arias and his situation, you know, not dealing with the hamstring and you know, just there's nothing going on. Yeah, right, right. Give him his credit. You know, he's gonna win the bat title. It's also he ain't points behind him. No, he was what, four points away going in today, and I believe Judge's over two today. Mm-hmm. He's five six points up on him. More or less got it. You know? Yeah. So no, so it's I'm not sure where you feel. You know what you feel on this is. You know I think it's more base to base. Thought Reyes's was a little bit, felt a little bit more kind of bush league mm-hmm. with Reyes. I don't know why, took himself out of the game. He bunted for the hit. Yeah, I'm not sure. Know. We kind of knew it was coming too. I think that was the big thing. He kind of said for a week that they were gonna kind of playing for that batting title. I don't know. I just remember Reyes's. I felt different than I did with Reyes. Mm-hmm. And that was National League. And you know, say, oh Reyes, well you're a Yankee fan, so you'd be rooting. And he's got triple crown going. You really, know, give him a shot, right? I don't know. I feel a little bit different. Rice, I did Reyes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think it's a, it is a case by case basis. You can't tell a player you can't do it. You can't tell a team they can't do it. You can't police it. It's no. you know, you're the Twins. You know where the Twins thought they'd be. They thought they'd be playing for something here, but they kind of faltered at the end, and the Guardians went nuts. So in that case, he would. Be, I would imagine he'd be playing if they're looking at a wild card spot or yeah. something, and they're trying to. I don't think there's really anything you could do at that point. And he would want to be playing. I think Luis Arias is kind of that kind of player. Yeah. But if he's dealing with a hamstring issue and he's um, there's nothing to play for, they're out of it, really. Uh, I get it. You know, like you said, Alcantara is another one. Um, he's basically at this point just the Cy Young because the Marlins aren't doing anything. He's protecting his arm. They're protecting his arm. Um, they're protecting the award. Uh, that makes sense. And you're not really keeping it from anyone because you've got, what, Tony Gonsolin and uh, and Rock. Gonsolin can't. He's not even qualified. Oh, okay. No, he didn't I, mean, I guess technically he can't. 16 wins, he is qualified for the... I don't think he's even incredible. 150 innings. It's incredible. Well, Urias, I don't think, barely has 150 innings. Yeah, well, he's another guy that... Uh, yeah. He has 150 innings to qualify for most stats and awards. Um, obviously, you don't need it for MVP and awards, but for stats, ERAs and stuff like that, you need a certain amount of innings compared to your game. Same with plate appearances. I think you need 3.1 plate appearances for every... 3.1 plate appearances per team game. Oh, okay. So your team plays 162 games. You need 3.1 plate appearances, which comes out to, what, 400 and something plate appearances. Something like that, yeah. To qualify mm-hmm. for batting averages and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, in those cases, there's some that make sense, some that don't. Jose uh, Reyes just sticks in my mind. I remember him just – it's like, you know, you you could tell he was playing for that batting average because he came in, bunted, left. It was talk about it. I think he said he was kind of playing for – I think the Mets were still in the hunt that – I don't remember exactly what was going on. I just remember mm. the Mets one with Jose Reyes. It was like that. I didn't feel quite right about. Mm. I don't know why. You know, I'm sure we see it every year. Oh, two games left. Oh, just sit. Yeah, title, right, you right. Know, or ERA. Or, or guys pitch, you know, they pitch three innings just to get to the 150 and then pull me out, you know. Mm. It is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. But, you know, no, certain I... situations you can't get too mad at the guy. No, it's like, well, you know, think shoe on the other foot. Aaron Judge has the three, was it three fifteen average? I think Arias has and has a six um, and has run and he has the yeah. Say he has the triple crown, and the Yankees really at this point have nothing to play for really but Judge's home run. It's kind of you know because they clinched everything they need to clinch. Well, so they had the um, home run. 
right? Let's say he hit that home run and he has literally nothing at this point. Yeah. Judge. Okay. Then and it's, he's holding the triple crown. Just don't play him. Yeah. And so shoe on the other foot. Then Yankee, you know, because I know Yankee fans have been kind of chirping about it. You know, it stinks because you want your guy to win the triple crown. You know, you got root for him all year and he's having a historic year and blah, blah, blah. But um, shoe on the other foot. If Judge was in that driver's seat, you'd want him sad as well. And most teams, you know, the Yankees probably would sit him because, well, first of all, he's your guy. Want him healthy the playoffs. These games don't matter. He's got the stats wrapped up. Makes sense. Luis Arias not playing for anything. Basically got the stat wrapped up at this point. Yeah. And he's a big player on that twin on that Twins team. He's like their biggest hitter. I'm the um, guy in baseball. Yeah, he's a so, true hitter. And I think he led the league in average pretty much all year. Oh, yeah, it's not like he. It's not like he snuck in and I, stopped playing. I think he was batting 400 in May. Yeah, I think he was batting 340 into after the All Star break. I mean, he was he's had an incredible year. Um, so it's not like he uh, kind of like a Bogarts for I think for a second was leading. It's like three years kinda. for Arias. He's yeah. been way up over 300. Yeah, so uh, he deserves it. Um, but as a blanket, I, I don't know if I could give a blanket statement whether I like it or not because it's always year by year and stat by stat, and sometimes it's the MVP, sometimes it's the home run leader, sometimes it's the RBI leader. It could the be the, it could leader. be a, yeah, it could be a pitcher. It I think be... pitching's a little easier to get it by. Yeah, like, I don't want to throw more six more innings on my arm. I get that. Yeah, I get yeah, that. that makes more sense. But you're on a bad yeah. team, you're not playing for nothing. I think pitching makes a little bit more sense than a hitter. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think pitching, you go okay. You know what? Let's. Especially in Sandy Alcantara's case, I think someone was like, well, is he trying to hold the year, the Cy Young? I'm like, hold it. He's been holding it since May. Yeah. Well, you think Julio Rice was 150 innings, pitching five innings a game is going to hit it? Yeah, exactly. Sandy Alcantara has, what, eight starts in a row to quality seven innings or more? Right. He had eight straight starts with seven innings or more pitched. Mm-hmm. I don't think Julio Rice has eight in his career. No, he's pretty much got it locked up, you know. He gets six complete games. <laughs> I don't know if Julio Rice has six quality starts. Probably not. Mike had him on a fantasy team. How many times did he go in the sixth inning? Uh, he he would five, five and a third, five and two third. Maybe you know? six if he's lucky. Yeah. And he would, you know, I don't know why, because the dude would have like 80 pitches, and they're like, no, nope, pull him out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right. I'm not, you know, dog on the guy. The guy's pitching good, but you can't tell me that that's the Cy Young. Yeah. But Sandy Alcantara on that Dodgers team, he's got 30 wins this year. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, so uh, pitching, I think, is a little bit different. Hitting, you know, it is what it is. I'm not a huge fan in certain situations, but hey. You want to pull yourself out. You want to get yourself a batting title. You know, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's a pretty difficult feat. You know, especially like I said, if you're not that top guy, Rice, who's not really a top guy right now in baseball. I think hitting wise, pure hitter, he's very good. Mm-hmm. But he looks up there. People are gonna look up there and go, "Who won the batting title that year?" Oh, yeah, Judge playing, and you know the Harpers and Altuve's and all these superstars, right? Mm. Tatis, you know, he's an idiot, but Machado, Goldschmidt, you know, it's the National League. But you just look at the league. In total, you know, Mookie Betts and Bogarts and Endeavors and Judge and LeMayu and guys like that. Jose Ramirez. Mm-hmm. And Luis Arias won a batting title. Yeah, right, right. That's hard. You know, that's just, that's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit smaller name guy. So you got to give him his credit and he wants to sit for it, especially dealing with a hamstring issue. Then, you know, go ahead. Do your thing. Um, yeah, right. They're not playing for nothing. So it is what it is. Yeah, again, shoe um, on the other foot. If it was your guy doing it, you'd, you'd... And you have a chance to beat him. Yeah. Go hit. Yeah, just, yeah. And Judge, right? He was right up there with him. Yeah. If Judge was hitting, he's got to play. Mm-hmm. Judge went 0 for 4 a couple games here, and now he's dropped. It's like, well, that's what happens. Yeah, right, right. If you were hitting with him, you were pouring two behind, and you're right there, get a hit, you beat him. Yeah. Then he's got to play too, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, then all of a sudden he starts playing because it's like, well, now i got to protect my lead, you know? Yeah, it's I'm like, not just going to let him walk by me. It's like we're a three-game lead in the division, you know? You gotta gotta play your guys. Mm-hmm. Ten ten game lead in the division last year with the White Sox. You can sit your guys for three months. Mm-hmm. You kind of got it wrapped up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, you keep it close. We gotta play ourselves. Right. 
right? You keep the gas on and you keep your 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 bumper on my back bumper. I got to keep the gas down on my car too, right? Mm-hmm. If you give me a seven-second lead, I, you know, I could lay it off a little bit. It's, it's the same idea in every sport and however you want to manage it, right? Yeah. I'm going to run the run the clock out in football. You know, keep the score close. I'm just going to run the clock and kneel it out, right? Yeah, same keep idea. Keep it close. I got I to I gotta get first down so I can keep the game going. It's the same it's the same idea in every sport. You just got to figure out, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't love it. I, it's not like I'm sitting here saying that it's, it's totally fine with me because it does sting a little when, you know, you have a really good race going and then one guy just sits and it's like okay, so it's like it's like it is like running the clock out in football where it's like all right, you know, it's kind of boring. I think that's maybe my biggest complaint is that it becomes boring, where it's just instead of like you're tracking this, oh, this guy got a hit today, this guy got two hits, and you're kind of going back and forth, but then the it, and race. then it kind of fizzles out. Yeah, it's like the home run race in '98, you know, He's yeah, national runs because you you had to. Yeah, you know that guy would he would never look be able to look at himself. Luis Arias went and played for no reason and blew the bat title. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is what it is. Yeah, he'll probably get it, and uh, good for him. Absolutely, you know? he's a player no one talks about, and he's a pure, pure, pure hitter. Mm-hmm. you the you know those type of hitters, mm-hmm. Benintendi type of hitter, pure mm-hmm. hitter, the old school Rod Carew. People compare him to. He plays first base even though he yeah. really shouldn't, and he hits in the Twins, right? And the Tony Gwynns and the Wade Boggs and. Not saying he's as good as those guys, but that type. it's that pure hitter hitting type that you just don't see in this day and age, for damn sure. Mm-hmm. But give him his credit; no one even knows him, and he's going to win the batting title and have a shot. A pure hitter for five, six, seven, eight more years. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, listen, you know, um, like I said, don't love it, but uh, you know, there's always a you know, time and a place for it, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You know, it's kind of case by case. So I think in Urias's case, he's he's not really doing. Arias, I should say. He's not really doing something wrong right now. No. It's not like they're in the playoff race and he's doing it. No, and he does have a little bit of a hamstring thing going on, so it's like, why run him out there to possibly get hurt? He played every day. He played every game. I think he probably missed five, six games all year. Yeah, he's a gamer. He he wants to play. You can tell that out of him. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about it. I I don't really, um, I don't like blaming him. Or the, no. or the Twins organization for sitting them. I'd do the same thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most peop- most teams and people in that situation would do it, so. In this day and age. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I guess with that, let's uh, wrap up the news seg- section of the show and move on to the hot and cold section of the show. So, number four, who's doing the best right now? Uh, <laughs> I'm tired of it. Yeah, I don't really know how much I need to keep updating. This is really the last, one of the Dodgers, last ones. Dodgers plus 380, right? Only Dodgers, the yeah, the Dodgers own and will own the best record in the league at 110 and 49. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they clinched the best. Yeah, because I believe they now clinched the best record in all of baseball. I believe they hold home field advantage yep. in the World Series if they get yeah. there, right? Yeah. yeah. The Braves own the second best record in the NL at 159. Uh, over in the AL, the Astros on the best record at 104 and 55, uh, almost quietly because they weren't really challenged for that division. I haven't heard a word about the Astros. They got 104 wins, but you know the big talks is Braves, Mets, mm. Dodgers, right? And the Astros just slung in with 104, yeah. 105, 106 by the end of the year. Yeah, it's quietly. Yeah, after losing Correa too, so uh, and getting a questionable Verlander back, you know. So good for them, uh, even though you know they are the Astros. The Yankees have the second best record in the AL at 97 to 61. The Dodgers have the best run differential the league at plus 333. Yeah. Uh, and the Nationals have the worst at minus 235. That's incredibly bad. So, and the Pirates are right there with them. I think they got like minus 228. They're not yep. far off. Yippee, right? So, <laughs> some teams like I got here have been playing good. Uh, some hot teams, Yankees, Cleveland, Detroit, finally, right? 
the Angels, Braves, Giants, some cold teams, Red Sox, uh, White Sox, Rangers, A's, Reds, and the Mets. Mets got swept out of that, so they deserve to be on that. Yeah, not great. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I got hot and cold uh, team wise. Yeah, um, definitely the, the Mets uh, not feeling good. Ned Mets fans. Poor Mets fans. Uh, always Frank the Tank, right? Feel, oh, my God. He's I a just, I just think of Frank the Tank every time yeah. I... Uh... <laughs> He's always going, right? You can't yeah. understand. I'm just chewing on the uh, I know. You know? Poor, yeah, poor Frank. Frank the Tank, that is. Not uh, not Royals great across oh, yeah. from me, Frank White. Yeah. Uh, we should bring him on the show one time. Yeah. Frank, uh, Frank the Tank. I, I would love to have him. Poor guy. I just watch him fucking melt down. Yeah. After a, uh Dolphins fan. Yeah. <laughs> works for me every two yeah. He's chewing on the thing. He's, he's going nuts. Poor guy. Just couldn't have the division. Yeah. He's been saying uh, every day. The Braves don't lose. Yeah. Yelling, everyone took that to heart. And yeah. they yell at you lose. They yeah. never lose. <laughs> he was trying to warn everyone. Oh, he knows. Yeah. He knew it was coming. He knows his team better than anybody. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You know, he knows what's going to happen. He's Dolphins fan, Mets fan. You know, he knows how it goes. Yeah. He can't just have one nice thing, you no, know? It's like, here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. There it goes. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> it's like an abusive relationship, you know? <laughs> he's just Jesus. fucking. He's nuts. Yeah. So. But moving on from there, let's move on to the who's hot and who's not section of the show, the hot and cold players. Uh, I'm not sure who won the players of the week. I saw players of the month. I can't recall all of them because they're pitchers of the month, players of the month, rookies of the month, all that's good mm-hmm. stuff. So. Um, the guys I got here, though, for the hot players of the week, number one, I have Taylor Ward. Batted 522 over the last week with an 870 slugging and a 1412 OPS. Number two, Jeff McNeil, batted four, or, I'm sorry, 524 over the last week with a 667 slugging and a 1212 OPS. Uh, number three, Levon Soto, batted 500 over the last week with a 750 slugging and a 1226 OPS. Um, number four, Jock Peterson, batted 450 over the last week with a 950 slugging and a 1492 OPS. And number five, Tristan Cassis for the Red Sox. Batted 421 over the last week with a 632 slugging and an 1174 OPS. I believe he was a higher prospect for them. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken. So at I guess one Soto was hitting this year, right? Yeah, at least one of them. Yeah, sure. Incredible. So um, some of the guys I got here Whit Merrifield playing well down the stretch here. Uh, George Springer, Gio Yashella, and Matt Olson, red hot. I think he's had five home runs over his last six games and four games in a row with a home run. Three games, all three games of the series against the Mets, he had a home run. He looks like he's getting red hot here for, and he's that kind of guy who can ride it for a month or so and, and really do damage in the middle of a, a lineup. Absolutely. Um, some pitchers doing good. Corbin Burns pitching well. Zach Granke pitched very well. Otani in the Cy Young race at this point. Stroman, last two starts have been really good. I know we haven't heard much of him all year. And Liam Hendricks. I think we had three or four saves over the last week. Um, so cool. there's some pitchers there that have been pitching well here down the stretch. Cool, cool. I haven't heard much of Liam Hendricks. I guess with the White Sox not really really just having a weird year. But let's move on to the cold players. Number one I have here, Randy Rosarena. Batted 043 over the last week with a 130 slugging and a 284 OPS, maybe contributing to the Rays' recent struggles. Uh, number two, John Birdie. Batted 091 over the last week with a 091 slugging and a 258 OPS. Uh, number three, C.J. Crone, who really had a good year overall. Batted 095 over the last week with an 095 slugging and a 225 OPS. Number four, Matt Chapman, who had been red hot really for a while for the Blue Jays there. Uh, batted 056 over the last week with an 056 slugging and a 246 OPS. And number five, uh, Spencer Torkelson, batted zero with a zero slugging and an 056 OPS. Really, I think at this point you could say called up a little too quick um, because – He's really had a bad year. Yeah, he's all just, at all. Yeah, it's been bad for him. So hopefully this doesn't ruin his 
outlook of his career. Yeah, because I believe he was the number one pro. Like he was like oh, he a was, can't miss. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you know, cream of the crop there. He didn't hit the snot out of the ball. But yeah, you know, so hopefully, like you said, hopefully that didn't because uh, that was a big part of the Tigers' uh, kind of yeah. rebuild. You know, yeah, that, Diaz, guys so like him, terrible. But oh yeah, <laughs> some other players here. I got here out uh, uh, Boehm for Phillies struggling. Willie Adamas, Nico Horner, and I uh, know Lindor stats technically weren't quite like these guys. I think he's like 170 this past week or so, but it was the, it was the moment that you needed your $400 million wherever you're paying a guy, and he you know laid an egg. So I just wanted to put him on there. Just And first 100 RBI shortstop. You know, oh, so yeah, he had a good year, just when you need the most. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you, That's your guy. Yeah, you know? him, and, him and Alonzo. Yeah, Alonzo could easily be on here as well. So um, Some pitchers, Michael Walker have been cold, Cueto, uh, Framber Valdez, um, Merrill Kelly, and John Gray. Those are some pitchers that have not been pitching well over the last seven to ten days. Next thing I got here are some injuries, uh, mostly playoff news, or you know people you're going to be saying the playoffs at least. Dear Peralta, day-to-day for the Rays. Uh, Ron Maraccio for the Yankees, day-to-day. Zach Britton done for the year. With, I'm not really sure. Arm fatigue, and they put him right on the 60-day IL. I'm not really sure if they just meant like he don't think he's going to be ready. They said there was nothing wrong with his elbow. I, I don't know. I really don't know. That was pretty weird. Um, Salvador Perez, day-to-day. Josh James for the Astros. I know we haven't heard much of him all year, but he's getting surgery, so he's going to be done here. Uh, Adrian Hauser on the IL for the Brewers. Logan Webb shut down for the year. Chris Taylor, day-to-day for the Dodgers. So that's all I got on that injury side of news. On the good side, DJ LeMayu activated for the Yankees. Clay Holmes expected to pitch for the ALDS. Frankie Montas could be back for the ALDS or ALCS. Benintendi could be back for the ALDS. Uh, they're already saying Matt Carpenter is going to be back for the ALDS. So I know that's a lot of Yankee news there. Uh, Zach Plezak activated. Michael Kopech got surgery on his knee. He's obviously done at this point. Julio Rodriguez is expected to be activated today on Monday, or if not Tuesday. Okay. Spencer Strider are saying probably NLDS. Expect to have him back at some point in some sort of capacity. Okay. So Marte, they're trying to push forward. Um, he still can't grip a ball. He can't really grip a bat. They tried swinging, they said today, and it didn't go well at all. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Jordan Hicks for the Cardinals expected to be activated here pretty shortly. Tony Gosselin expected to be activated today. And Blake Trinan, not really much of an update. And Dustin May, they're saying maybe in the playoffs. So okay. there's your update there for guys coming back for most of these playoff teams. So we'll see. You know, some guys come back earlier and they just you have know, smaller roles and stuff. Like Spencer Schreider might come back more as a two or three inning guy instead of a starter, which would be dominant still. Yeah. I mean, um, look at Glass now just recently coming back. I mean, you, yeah. you get him going, and do the you know, Mets, even, even in a smaller role. Do the Mets activate Marte, maybe use him as a pinch runner in the playoffs, you know, with the idea of maybe in another week or two, he can at least go to play defense, throw the ball, mm-hmm. and at least be a pinch runner. Right? Yeah. Do you waste a spot in that? You know, whatever. There's things coming up. We'll figure it out. Everyone figures it out. Yeah. Other than that, I know we talked batting average, right? Record and stuff. So I wanted to go with that again for our trivia question. So in 1910, which team hit for a, then, you know, a record low 211 batting average as a team? Um, now, this is the MLB record post 1900. Yeah. <laughs> so post 1900 and 1910, which team hit for the uh, MLB record low? 211 batting average as a team. And the answer is the Chicago White Sox, who then, what, years later, went to not, not long after, were the Black Sox scandal, right? Yep. And, and, and uh, kind of helped almost destroy baseball. Yeah. And, you know? and then made Babe Ruth's image even bigger to the game, right? Was the Black Sox scandal, him coming in after and being a ruckus, you know? Yep. As um, he does. Yeah. But the actual MLB record 
for that for all time. How to put that in there? Of course. Is the Wilmington Quick Steps of sure. 1880? What was it? 1887, 1884. Rough. <laughs> they um, yeah, they weren't very good. In 18 <laughs> games, it was only 18 games. Yeah, only 18 games though. They batted uh point one seventy five. So one seventy five they batted. Boy oh boy, not they great. They technically hold the record. But, again, that's not really what we're here for, right? Post-1900 was the White Sox. Pre that, the Wilmington Quick Steps with a 175 average. That is not very good. No, not a great season for the fellas. No, you 18 know? games of a team of, I mean, Joey Gallows. Yeah. Right? Well, Joey Gallows is 168, so, you know, team average there is, he wishes he was 175, but... <laughs> Essentially, 18 games worth of a team full of Joey Gallows. Jeez, please. I think they were they won two games. They were two and sixteen. So I don't know how they won two games back like that, but incredible. You got all your hits in um, two games. And that was in an well, era where the hell out of these some couple games. I guess so. Yeah, you won one nothing or something on on. I don't even know. Yeah, they probably uh, played just 18 games in two days. They were probably the team that hit that ball into the mud and the the two foot home run. Yeah, probably that team. Well, and they won one nothing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they won one nothing. Yeah. They probably pitched. Like I said, they probably played eighteen games in two days. Probably, yeah. Half hour games. You know, rolled through eight nine innings real quick. Oh yeah, people, guys, just throwing strikes, throwing it right down the middle, hit it. Yeah, you know, called it on. You know, got the umpire out of the crowd. You know how. It went yeah, then, yeah, you know? yeah. It's just ruckus. Yeah, it's just like literally a completely different game at that but, point. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know? two eleven. In the post nineteen hundred batting average uh, baseball world is, is pretty hard to do. Yeah. In in a, an extended season, you know, we've seen the COVID year. There was you know, like the Reds have like a two twelve average. It was sixty games though, and I don't know, no fans and stuff. I don't know if you can really count that sixty games. You know, it's bad stretch and it's all she wrote. Right. But a hundred White Sox, you know, hundred fifty whatever four games, hundred fifty six games, whatever it was, that's bad two eleven. Yeah. In a batting average world back then. That's a, yeah, all you know, all the teams and players really shot for batting average. It wasn't four hundred as players and stuff. So to have a two eleven team average, mm-hmm. that's quite hard to do. So just thought yeah. that was pretty crazy. And we talked about batting average and batting titles. I thought that was like, yeah, bring that up. So, but that's Incredible. a true question. Yeah, it's just uh, old baseball is always funny. It's just always there's always something new. The Wilmington Quick Steps. We've yeah, never heard of them. Literally, never, absolutely never heard of them. All the time that I've watched and studied baseball, and I've never heard of them. Is just it just goes to show how incredible baseball history is. Yeah. Um, Absolutely so. chaotic. Yep, that's it's just chaos. Before 1900, it was it was the wild west of baseball. Yeah, the Civil War just ended, and the fellas were getting together with a, a foam ball just about, and yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know talking about the war. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just got uh, home for the war. Yeah. I lost a leg, but, you know, we'll be yeah, all right. Yeah, I amputated my leg. I burnt down Charleston, but yeah, eh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we were doing, but. No, just out at the park. Yeah. Cannonballs still active in the in the field, probably, you know. Yeah, trains running and active <laughs> yeah. and people just running over them, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we'll get together, you know. Yeah. The old spitball. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Civil War, you know. You know, Johnny, you had the best spitball back in town, you know, yeah. before the war. Post-war, now he throws his curveball because he got three fingers missing, and so you get three-finger brown. Yeah. It yep. all comes See? together. See? You know, high pockets Johnson. <laughs> high fellas, pockets you know? Johnson, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Uh, I wonder if Ray Shark was on that White Sox team. Uh, he might have been. He probably deserved it. <laughs> 1910 would make sense. 1910, the yeah. team average is yeah. 211. He probably led the team with a 250 average. Yeah, he was really killing it that year. Yeah, you know? it was his best year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's, you know, old baseball for you. It's a good trivia question. Um because 
you know, it, it really isn't like, you know, you can at least take a guess 1910. You got a few teams you can work with there. Um, it's not like, like the original question you had, the quick steps. I the quick know, steps. But, I put that in. I, that was just, that would have just been for sure. Everyone, everyone, yeah. I would have just thought that we made up a name, but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that's all I got for this episode. You know, we're looking forward to these last three games. So by, by the time this goes live, like I said, at the top of the show, um, you can listen to this and, uh, four o'clock you got all your whatever team you listen to or uh, follow really you can watch the game and yep. and we'll move right into the playoffs the we next few days a, the seed where you're playing who you're playing what time you're playing are we gonna have a, a, a new al home run record are we gonna have a triple crown who won the bat title who won you know era leader who won the wins like we all have that by wednesday yep. you know and then by thursday it's everything resets and it doesn't matter if you hit 62 home runs it matters if you're gonna get 10 12 more wins yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, exactly. So um, good luck to the wild card teams, really. Because next time we'll talk, yep. we'll, the wild card teams will be done. And you, you know? get the absolute chill in the air, right? Yeah. You're going to get that chill in New York, and you're going to get the chill in somebody's you know, playoff towns, which is perfect. you got to love that for baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, that's where we're at. So, um, you know, just ready to go. And we've got much else to talk about. So yeah, rather this than, baby up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's wrap this one up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RomikeLapree. You can follow me on Instagram at MikeLapree. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No Ian Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep, take care.